Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Hi, Ananga. It's so good to be back together with you again for another Slayer session and the chance to address another question that we received from one of our listeners. I wake in the middle of sleep most nights at almost exactly 2 a.m. feeling hot and panicky. The heat rushes up my body and I have to throw my bed covers off. Sometimes I feel like I have to get out of my bedroom or even out of the house. My heart races and I feel very bright. After a while, I feel cold and can usually get back to sleep eventually. Do you have any advice on what might be causing this and what might help? Great question, and something that you and I can both relate to. The 2 or 3 a.m. wake up, I've been suffering from this myself and had to really apply some Slayer skills to get myself straight, which I'm glad to say I've been able to do. According to uh, traditional Chinese medicine, every major body organ is more active for a two-hour period in every 24-hour cycle. So between 1 and 3 a.m. in the morning is liver time. It's so common for people to get woken up at that time feeling hot, anxious, overwhelmed, even claustrophobic, and the liver can definitely be part of that. The liver is really affected by heat, and it really affects us when it's overheated. So one thing we can look out for are things that affect heat in the body. Things like alcohol, spicy foods, tomatoes, citrus fruits, and then behavioral things, stress, rushing, irritability, or even anger. All these things can come up at us in the night and wake us up with that awful adrenaline rush. Well, that explains my night last night. (laughs) (laughs) We tried a brand new recipe that um, was quite tasty, but very spicy and included some orange peel as well as several interesting spices and that would absolutely explain my my 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. adventure today. <laughs> and even with the work that we do and even with the tools that I have, I sometimes forget about those spices, forget about that the that the food might be causing that for me. And so thank you for bringing that up again. And another a good reminder for me. Yeah, and it does help when we know otherwise we you know, we throw the covers off and think what's going on? You know, I must admit when I had my first bout of that a few weeks ago, I thought I was having a massive anxiety relapse. You know, I literally shot out of the bed. I had to get out of the room and I had this such a rush of adrenaline that it takes us a long time to get back to sleep after that because our bodies are so wired and woken up with such a start. And luckily for me, as I was rushing out of my bedroom thinking what's going on, I realized that, you know, I'm coming to this stage of my life, 47 years old, where things are starting to change and these hormonal changes where there's heat pushing up in the body. And in Chinese medicine, they call this yang rising. This heat comes up and you can feel it push up into your head and then your head kind of explodes with so much stuff, stress, anxiety, you've got to move, you've got to get away. That's because the pitta, if we're talking about Ayurveda, which we've discussed before and our listeners can find out more about on our website, this pitta which governs heat in the body 
is pushing vata, which causes anxiety. So we're really, really getting shoved around. And it can cause a particular type of anxiety where you feel almost haunted by your own mind. There's a menace to it. It really, really pushes. And it's something that we have to learn to work with and control and get on top of as, as soon as we can, or it can really make night times a horrible time. So there's the age thing, there's the perimenopausal thing and moving into menopause. There's, for, for some ladies, it can happen hormonally before their cycle. For some people, it can be increased due to heat in the summer, stress, spicy foods, situations where you feel irritable due to injustice that your liver will really chew on and, and throw back up at you. But it can also happen for men too. It's not just a ladies' issue. I've worked with uh, one guy who was having this regularly at night and he would literally rush out of his house and go and sit in his car. Then he would get out of the car because that was too contained. He felt quite claustrophobic. And he put that down to alcohol. When he started looking for patterns and clues, he noticed that if he drank alcohol in the evening, that would be his experience. So he stopped and he didn't have an episode like that for months. Then he went to a party and drank some alcohol and that night it happened again. So he could see that there was a definite cause there. So again, important to look for causes and look for things that we can change because it is a particularly horrible type of anxiety. It really is. And gratefully, when, when this comes up for me, I don't have the, the heat or the hot flash or, or any of that stuff um, yet. And maybe I will, maybe I won't. But um, my mind is more of a, a runaway train. And um, so I can start cycling through um, all of the things that are floating about in my head that um, need to be addressed in one way, shape, or form, and really do a number on myself that way. But if I listen to something like Transition to Calm or Relaxed and Resourceful, or if I just repeat my I am peaceful mantra or all is well, I am safe, um, I bring peace to every corner of my life. And I know we've talked about this before, but but because this is something that I experience and these are some of the things that I use and they work. Um, you know, last night I was up longer than I would like before getting back to sleep, but I did get back to sleep. Mm. And there are a number of things that we can do to better care for our bodies before going to sleep. There are some yoga postures that, that help you sleep easier. There are some bedtime rituals that can help you get sleep and often stay sleep. Mm -hmm. The pitta massage oil that you recommended to me to put on, on the soles of my feet has been really something nice to add, to, to pull the energy down to my feet from my head. That's been very helpful. There's just a number of things that can be helpful, and it's just a matter of paying attention, you know, like the gentleman that you worked with that figured out, oh, wow, alcohol, not a good idea. Caffeine. If you're going to drink caffeine, not a good idea to do so after a certain point in the daytime, or it can affect your sleeping patterns. Absolutely. And, and then there's a couple of things with that. One is we know what to adjust because we know what's affecting us. And the other thing is if we do have an episode, we can see what's at cause. It's just good to know that you're not having a massive panic attack or horrible anxiety experience out of the blue if you know something that, that's at cause. And usually this 2, 3 a.m. wake up, it's heat heat rising mm -hmm. up in the body, into the, into the head. So, as you said, you can transition into sleep in a more relaxed way. Don't just hit the pillow straight from working or rushing around. 
transition over into sleep. Again, that's what our Transition to Calm recording is all about on iTunes. It's about being able to switch out from a busy state into a very receptive state for relaxation and sleep. The way you enter into your sleep, you begin your journey into sleep, definitely very important in managing this kind of nighttime anxiety. Then there are other things, getting outside, getting fresh air, rose scents, sandalwood scent. I put either rose or sandalwood essential oil on my forehead at night, and that keeps my head cool and helps me feel relaxed. You can, you can smell it there, that nice cooling scent, very calming to the mind. Um, Trying to treat yourself quietly and gently as much as you can. Another thing I personally find extremely helpful is practicing Qigong exercises. You can find DVDs on Amazon or sometimes local classes. The reason Qigong is so effective is because it's a mindful yin-style practice. In Chinese medicine, yin is the cooling energy. And when you've got heat coming up in your body, that's this yang rising. So same as when you massage your feet with pitta-reducing oil in the evening, Practices like Qigong bring all that heat under control and really, really help us calm and manage our mind. Helps me enormously. Swimming or walking by water, again, cooling. Um, not taking your baths too hot or taking slightly cooler showers. Practicing cooling breaths or, again, EFT tapping. If there's a specific anxiety in your mind, some disastrous thinking that assails you at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning, then you can use EFT to nail that and, and calm that down. There's, lo- there's lots you can do. It's really a blessing to be able to reach into your toolkit and have all of these choices to allow yourself to say, okay, I'm going to be okay. I know where this is coming from, to be able to identify it to the best of your ability and then choose one of the tools that works best for you and to you know, keep trying until you, you find the right fit. It is. It's a real blessing. And, and personally, for me, I can say it's the difference between a real nightmare and having been able to get things under control. It feels good when you can sort things out for yourself and heal yourself and take care of yourself. Your mind becomes stronger from that. It, it gets the message that your intelligence and your higher thinking is, is on it, is on top of uh-huh. it. And, uh, you know, this kind of anxiety can be so horrible and so intense with fast heartbeat and breathing and you you know, people wake up thinking they're having a heart attack or some, you know, real big episode. Sometimes people go to the emergency room with this kind of thing because it's such a big event in their body. And sometimes it strikes people who really would not consider themselves anxiety prone. And again, that's the heat thing. It's a heat kind of anxiety, whereas vata anxiety, it's a cold anxiety. It's a cold fear. I'm not okay. saying that one's more in, more unpleasant than the other. They've both got their horrible attributes that we need to to balance and work with. But this hot anxiety, the reason a lot of people end up in the doctor's office or the emergency room is because they're not anxious people. They're often very successful, ambitious, together people. But when that heat comes up to a certain point, it burns their nervous system and it causes them horrible anxiety. Mm. And they're freaked out. Well, you know, that we could we could talk about this subject matter for... Days and days and days, I think, and I hope that uh, our listeners will get a lot from this because certainly anything that interrupts your sleep can cause anxiety. In, in my opinion, as you know, especially we're working, we're caring for ourselves, our families. We have to be able to to function in our lives, and mm-hmm. when, when we're not sleeping properly, it makes it that much more difficult to to get on with things. And then 
you know, you can really kick in that cycle of anxiety. So I love that we have all of these different ideas and tools and resources to choose from. And anyone out there that's experiencing this, we feel for you. We've been there and um, we continue to do what we know works. And we hope that you will do the same. And if you need any additional information, reach out to us and we'd be happy to share even more with you. Yeah, please do. If this touches a nerve for you and you have any more questions, please feel welcome to contact us on our website or on Facebook. We'd be really happy to hear from you like to help as many people as possible with this because it's a very unwelcome and and life-spoiling experience when it's not under control. Thanks so much for your time today, Ananga. I'm glad that we were able to answer this question and talk about it in some depth as I think about the nap I'll be taking this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, as silly as that sounds, when I do have those situations come up in the middle of the night, Sometimes I can calm myself right down by remembering, hey, you know what? There will be a moment in the afternoon where you can rest. Yeah. And there's something about that that helps me say, okay, I'll do my best if I'm, if I'm feeling really tired or if I'm dragging, knowing that I can get to that point of spaciousness and, and rest a bit. Yeah, really important to have those little pit stops, those uh, safety zones set up that you know you can dip into. Otherwise, you just feel that you're being... It's like you're in a clothes dryer and you're just spun out and you cannot stop and catch your breath. So important to know you can pause it and do things to help yourself and then it won't be as intense next time. That's true. Well, until we come together again, it's been a pleasure and look forward to our next Slayer session. Thank you so much, Shan. Thanks for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We hope you found this podcast supportive and invite you to visit the Slayer store for our new offering, EFT for Anxiety, your comprehensive touchstone for emotional freedom technique. You can find the Slayer store at anxietyslayer.com.